I spend these senses tell me this is gonna get fucking tasty, baby. I did not have sexual relations with that woman. You can't handle the truth. Hey. Fuck you, Deputy Stike. Hey. Fuck you. Hey. You are a liar. You are a self-confessed liar. If you stop waffling, we might get some work on you. Where'd you get these two guys from? <laughs> Would you like a sweetie? Smith, touch, what a touch! Manny Smith! And he scores! Another one for Stanerski! That is America! Here's Hulk! Dini! Balotelli, Aguero! For me, looking at that video, that cat hadn't done anything wrong. I'm going to Puerto Rico to kick your ass. And that's the bottom line. Because Stone Cold said so. You need a holiday, come see me. I know you're tired of the same old scenery, but I can change all that so easily. I'm singing that Dizzy Rascaler. Kind of sounded like him. Did it actually sound like him? Okay, grand. Good, good to know. If you win the widow, it's fly away. Kieran, welcome to another edition of the OnlyFans Football Podcast episode. I've actually, I say this every week, right? And I don't, I don't mean to say it. Do you know what episode it is? I think it's episode 12. It is episode 12. Season three, episode 12. We've been like, I'm not gonna say slacking. Like life has been busy. Will we call it the Jurgen flop? No, we're not calling, we probably will call it the Jurgen flop. The Jurgen really, flop? He's not a flop though. So we're not calling uh, it. Well. <laughs> <laughs> he's not, he's literally not a flop. Um, we probably will name it after the Jurgen Klopp. Um, to be fair, I love the Alcon commentator Robbie Knox, so we couldn't name it after him. But that no one, no one's got to know who Robbie Knox is. I think that's the point. Yeah, that was not the point. That's not the point. Cran, how are you doing? Very good, Adam. Uh, very happy that Jurgen Klopp announced that he's leaving Liverpool finally. Yeah. Now we just need to get rid of Pep Guardiola and make it a competitive league again. Yeah. Um, you know, because it has been very much toe to toe between those two over over. Yeah. The last five, ten years. But um like most rival fans I find. I suppose will, will we will we just skip all the bullshit and jump straight into it. Yeah, we can, I, we I can, can, yeah. I feel like can. doing it this week. Yeah. 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 Uh, like Well uh, how have you been actually? Yeah. No, no, do you know what? It doesn't matter. Let's skip <laughs> this bullshit of my mental well being. Yeah. Uh Kuron, yeah, I've, I've actually Joe, you know I've missed the podcast. Mm. Um and I keep getting like people in like I seen work and stuff like, oh when when he's doing the next podcast because we, like there's been a lot of football going on. I've been getting that as well. Yeah. Um, there's been a lot of football going on. Shout out to Darren's mom, by the way, who loves the OnlyFans football podcast. And Ben Casey's sister. Ben Casey's sister, as always. Yeah. Who is we have to. We have another person to show. Our zero zero point one percent female listenership. It's Darren's mom. Ben Casey's sister. Zero zero point two percent. But uh, yeah, we forget that about the podcast. And then, so Friday Friday afternoon comes around. Kieran, I think the news came out about half nine. Would I be right in saying that? Yeah. Um. Shout out to Jack Riley who who listened to the, to the Afcon special when it was unedited up on air for what's worth and he was like I did not know what was going on for anyone who didn't hear the unedited bit good we're glad you didn't but, uh, technical, difficulties. technical difficulties um, and I think we've been a bit scared since Kieran to be honest but Jack came up to you on Friday afternoon and he was he looked me dead in the eye and Jack's obviously a big Liverpool fan like myself looks me in the eye man and he looked like he started crying he was like uh, Adzi, did you did you hear the the Jurgen Klopp news? And I was like, "What?" And he goes, "Jurgen Klopp's leaving the end of the season." And my initial reaction was, 
no fucking way you're lying to me he goes no I swear he goes Jack I, I honestly don't believe it and uh, whips out his phone Sky Sports Jordan Klopp announces that he's leaving at the end of the season um, very sad when you look back on it and you look back on last season um, I don't think it's that surprising because it's a very stress heavy job isn't it you know what I mean and um, I think with Liverpool managers in general they it's a weird one and I'm not saying this for other clubs because it happens for other clubs as well but it feels like with, with Klopp especially Liverpool it's like you build a connection to the you know the wider community in Merseyside and like it was like he became a scouser do you know what I mean? And that kind of tends to be with people who take the job. And mm. anyone who hasn't worked out for so, uh, you know, Roy Hodgson, it didn't work for him. Um, Brandon Rogers to an extent. They didn't really embrace the kind of culture aspect of being in Liverpool. And I think Jorgen did. And Well, know, that comes with the number of years he spent there as well. I think you know, yeah. nine years. Yeah. I know personally, I actually felt that with Tuchel as well. Yeah. Because I, I think they built that, uh, what was... Like a relationship? No, um, us against the world. What's that word? Like a siege mentality. Siege mentality, yeah. I think you yeah. feel it more when they do build that siege mentality. Yeah, I, no, I agree. And yeah. it's, it's a, like, I think there's something very like German about that as well in the sense that that, that was another, Thomas Tuchel, another German manager. Mm. I think he embraced Chelsea for what it was as well. Um, yeah, so it's I do agree with you. Um, and I, I think he got Liverpool. You know, like I, I've, I've gone to games Plenty of games since he's been at Liverpool, and you know one of the highlights I've talked about before on the podcast is a Rigi's goal against Everton in the last minute, and Klopp runs onto the pitch, and I think he got, I think he might have got suspended for doing it in celebration, but I just, I, I feel like it's almost like he became a Liverpool fan, Do you know that kind mm. of way, and yeah. you know he's he he feels the kind of pain that it's a regular sport would feel, and, and and again that's not to say that that's not the case with most managers, but it did feel like it almost became personal. Um, but there's been so much that's come out of it as a result. Seemingly, he was he was planning on leaving around this time last year when Liverpool were doing really poor. Yeah. So I, I want to talk about that actually. Uh, he's been managing non-stop since two thousand and one. His first club, Mainz, mm. uh, and then obviously spent seven years there. Mm. Then moved to Dortmund, spent seven years there, and now he's at Liverpool nine years, yeah. and he's been managing for twenty three years in a row. Mm. He announces that he's leaving because he's fatigued. Fatigued. Yeah. Do you believe that? Well, he, he did the same at Mainz and at Dortmund. I think at Dortmund mm. he had a small period where, you know, he he kind of called it a day, and then obviously I think he was with Liverpool about four months later. So I think he, he probably is mentally fatigued. Um, the problem with these teams, man, is in general, there's always going to be a new end as a result. Mm. So like I think Xavi Hernandez has announced he's leaving at the end of the season. Barcelona, I I I'd imagine he is fatigued. Because some of some of the kind of stuff you're hearing, I think it was Ornstein reported was that you know this time last year when Liverpool were doing really poorly, he was kind of saying, "Look at fuck this, I'm I'm done here. I can't I can't do anymore." And if you look at his last season with Dortmund, I think they finished eleventh in the league. I'm probably wrong saying that, but they definitely hit. They definitely plateaued under him, and I think a lot of people thought that last season that that was going to be the plateau. And to be honest with you, man, I don't think anyone could have imagined. Liverpool being where they are now, given how last season went, but that's kind of been a, a not a constant, but that's kind of been a an ongoing theme as such in his last few years with Liverpool. You know, winning the league in, in twenty twenty and then twenty one kind of was a rough season during COVID, and then again twenty two went for the quadruple, and then last season 
again, a lot of change, a lot of kind of transition went down, and now this season it feels like a new beginning. Mm. So, but it's 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 a strange one. Do, you, do you, could you see him jumping straight back into another job just after? Oh yeah, absolutely, yeah, hundred percent. And like I'm not, I'm not discrediting because I, I think he's, he's he's understating unemployment as well. It's, it's not fun, Jurgen. It's, <laughs> it's not fun, but he also has a lot of money. So <laughs> I imagine he's enjoying it somewhat. Um, but he does strike me as a type of manager who, you know, would like to be back in manager. He said he's not going to manage in the Premier League. Um, I'm not going to say I'm going to sit here and fully believe that because again, really. Oh yeah, yeah well, you like, think he'd go to a different? Oh, hundred percent. Yeah. I'm not saying like, yeah. like. He, he's a man for a project, so the Barcelona situation now is a massive project. And I could I could actually see him being manager there. Um, I don't think it's as a result of Xavi saying he's finished. Like It could be a year or two down the line. Mm. But regarding the Premier League, man, if Man City put a load of money on his table, he's, he, he'd he be mad not to go for it. You can't, you can't, yeah, you, can never, you can never judge people for making making a living. I, I, don't, I don't think. I personally so, can't say that because I think he's built up rivalries with these clubs of Liverpool. Yeah. And I, I can't see him going to Chelsea, uh, City, United, Arsenal even. I can't see him going to those four clubs. Uh, I could see him going to maybe a West Ham, but would he want the West Ham job? Absolutely not. Oh, no, so, it's, 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 I, I, I can't see him coming back. I, I think he's going to finish out at the German national team. That'll be, that'll be that. That's you think I'm, that's forever then? I think he might stay there for four to eight years and then leave. Joachim Love kind of thing. I yeah. don't know. I don't know what you think. I suppose the German national teams, the German national teams, a good example of it as well. They're kind of it's in a crisis. Yeah, it? of sorts. Yeah. So uh, you could be right. You yeah. could very well be right. But um, Adam, he finishes up with a record: four hundred and sixty-seven games, two hundred eighty-four wins, one hundred five draws, seventy-eight losses, and a sixty percent win percentage. Um, one Premier League, one Champions League, one FA Cup, one League Cup, one FIFA World Cup, one Super Cup. Am I right saying that? Yeah, Super yeah. Cup. You did win. Yeah, he's um, won everything available. So he's won everything, but has he won enough? I so I've seen this yeah. argument a lot online. Finish what you're saying, sorry. You have Pep Guardiola. Okay, it was seventy-two percent win percentage. He's won five Premier Leagues, two FA Cups, four League Cups, one Champions League, one Super Cup, one World Cup, and you're talking about the two best teams here in mm. the league. Is that is that enough to show for Klopp's tenure at Liverpool in nine years? Do you think? Well, like my my thing with that argument is generally speaking, if you look at the team that Guardiola walked into and look at the team that Klopp walked into, it's completely like it's it's chalk and cheese. It's completely different. So Klopp when when he walked into Liverpool, had I'm not going to say a dreadful team, but they weren't the team that they went on to become. Whereas with Guardiola, they had the minerals there from the beginning. He walked in. Hmm. Um. And so to to get back to your argument of trophies or whatever, like it's a funny thing in football. Like there's only really a select amount of clubs that win trophies regularly. Let's mm. be honest, right? So saying something like one Premier League in his his kind of time at Liverpool, that's more than most teams will ever get. True. So like you're looking at the Premier League era. Who who's won Premier Leagues? Liverpool, City, Arsenal. United, United Chelsea. Chelsea, Blackburn. Blackburn. That's the six, is it? That's Leicester. All? Leicester. <laughs> Jesus, well, there you go, Leicester as well. So that's seven clubs that have won Premier League trophies. Um, how many clubs are, have been in the Premier League since its beginning? More than 100, surely. So you're talking seven teams win that and he's won them. I, 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 think people are, I think people are understanding the fact that 
a, a club winning what he's won is, I think people are understanding that completely because it's, it's very viable. It's, it's, it's very much an achievement. Now, people go, oh, well, look what Fergie did. Klopp done at Liverpool in seven years what Ferguson took 22 years to do. And I'm not saying he's a better manager than Alex Ferguson. I'm not saying that at all. He's the best manager to ever man in the Premier League. But I think he's been very much underrated as well in terms of you now what he's done. And like, Has he done? Yeah, 100%. Because I feel, like, I feel like the media narrative for the last nine years has always been Man City versus Liverpool. Mm. But I, I think that's a fairly one-sided it thing is. in the sense that Man City have just dominated. It is, but the seasons that Liverpool kind of went full throttle and done really well... They've missed out on a point at two league titles. Mm. Now, that's in when it goes down the record, record book, it still shows Man City winning. You don't remember yeah. you finished the second. But <clears throat> when you're obviously a fan of Liverpool, you would. Like, you're talking about a manager who, you know, take away John, uh, Johnny Evans, John, uh, John Stone's clearance on the line in 18-19. Liverpool would have went invincible that season. That was the only game Liverpool lost. Liverpool would have went invincible that season and won a Champions League. So what does that, like, you're talking, mar- football's based on margins. Mm. And a lot of, kind of, Klopp's failures have been margins, have been human errors, have been small things. So even losing two Champions League finals, um, you could blame Carriers for the first one, you could probably blame Trent for the second one. But again, it's, it's human error, it's fine margins. Um, what Klopp has, has done at Liverpool is, is, is great. I, I, I don't see the argument otherwise. Especially bringing the team from where they were to where they are now. No, I agree, I'd agree with that, but I, I just feel like if you're talking about top managers... In, he in, is one. He, he, is. he is obviously one of them, but I don't know if I'd put him in the upper echelons with Mourinho and such. Who would your top four managers in the Premier League be? I would go Ferg- Ferguson, 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 number one. I would go Guardiola, number two. I'd go Mourinho, three, and Klopp, four. As, as it currently stands. Just, just from... So he's uh, top accolades. four managers. Top four, yeah. I, I, what's wrong with that though? No, there's nothing wrong with it, but I'm just saying. When you're comparing them to Jose, <laughs> Pep, and Salix Ferguson, there's nothing. Uh, there's absolutely nothing wrong. Do you with know it. what I mean? Like, no, no, but there's nothing wrong with it. That's not what I said. But I just don't feel he's won enough for how good he's been at Liverpool. I, I don't think he has enough to show for it. Yeah, but we're on the preface of winning four trophies this season. So on what, the preface again. So, but, but the point but being, you, what, you went if on we finished quadruple. Uh, I know, in I know, two twenty twenty two. I know, I know, but that's still an achievement. Though. That's more than what Chelsea done that season. Well, more than what Chelsea uh, well, if, you're, if you want to bring Chelsea into the debate, okay, if you want to bring Chelsea into the I know you're going to bring up a stat where since two thousand fifteen, since Klopp took over, I think they have the same amount of trophies. But Chelsea, yeah. Chelsea have also had UCL, Super uh, Cup, Club World Cup, hundred millions more spent. And well, that's not necessarily true. Because it isn't necessarily true. true. Because since Klopp, you're not going to gaslight. No, here. but since Klopp took over at Liverpool, he spent over a billion. How much have Chelsea spent? Probably, probably a billion more than that. But that, that's, <laughs> that's, but that's that's not to say, all right. That's not to say that Klopp has still spent money in the team. No, but that, that's not the point I'm making. He hasn't spent what the likes of Chelsea, Man City. Even United, like look at look at the the, the average United yeah, but right now. The, for, for how much you bang on about recruitment, uh, and, and the recruitment has been good. It has been good, but there's there's not much to show for. There's six trophies. They're the same as Chelsea, and Chelsea gets slated. And seven so, trophies, and so do the likes of United, Arsenal. They still won yeah, trophies. Yeah, but Kieran, Europe against the best team ever in the Premier League in Man City. This Man City team since Guardiola took over has been the best team ever in the Premier League. So the best, essentially, the best team ever in the Premier League. Yeah. All right, 
But yeah, Liverpool are mentioned the same breath as them. Because Liverpool are the only ones running them close. But without the riches that City have. Yeah. You, you would be saying the exact same thing if Chelsea were in the position. I'm telling you now. And you're saying this as if you wouldn't. There wouldn't be as much credit given to Chelsea, in my opinion. Yeah, from the media. It's, it's, it's because like. Chelsea are run in a different way. That's, that's yeah. why. Um, like Chelsea, with the money they spent last last few windows, should be competing for a league title. Should they or should they not? They should be. But that also shows that <clears> money has nothing to do with winning titles. And that's my point about Klopp. I think that goes down to bad recruitment though. Bad Whereas recruit- Klopp has recruited well and he's made players better than what they you know, should probably be. Yeah, no, I'd agree. You know? I, I think he's, he's probably been... A great manager for bringing players on and making players better. No, there's no probability about it. He has. He has, yeah. yeah. But I just don't feel he's done enough. I think I think think he's he's could have done a lot more in in the tenure. Again, Kieran, he could have, but fine margins suggest that he could he couldn't. But if these five margins that lose trophies, that's that's correct. But you could say that for any manager to ever exist. If if you if you you openly admitted to me, right? That one, he's been great for recruitment. Two, that he's in your top four Premier League managers. So that's two things you've said to me since I've gotten here, right? Yeah, it's, no. it's, it's on. It's on there. Now hold on. Now hold on. Right? <laughs> Honestly, hold on. All right, hold, on hold on to your horses, right? <laughs> and then you're saying he hasn't done enough. Yeah. I, I think that's. I think that's mental, man. Well, you're contradicting yourself. No, no, but he's I, great. I mean, but he's not that great. <laughs> what do you mean? Well, that's exactly right, Adam. He's great, but he's not that's, that that's great. That's not true, though. I, he's I, great, I, but he's not that great. No. And for the amount of people, it was like he died on Thursday. The amount of people that well, that it was Friday, but yeah, Friday. Sorry, it felt like it felt like a death. It, it felt is. like a death. Yeah. It was a family. All right, it did. But it realistically, did. he's only won you six trophies, and he's out the Seven door. Seven trophies. Six trophies in nine years. Seven trophies. Seven trophies in nine years. Was community um, shield counts. He's done. He, yeah, but Kieran, he done. You, you're harping on about Ferguson, for example, right? He done what Ferguson. It took Ferguson. He didn't years do what Ferguson did. done. He did. Ferguson won 13 trophies Yeah, hold on 13 Premier League He won exactly what Ferguson took 22 years to win In 7 years Kieran Trophies Trophies boys Separate trophies He done that Right that's a fact Right that That's that's true Right So, so you're saying He would have won 13 Prems If he stayed Did I, did I say that Oh okay You're talking Ferguson How long was he at Manchester United for uh, Over 25 years was it? Right there you go Yeah Close from Liverpool 9 years Fergie never had to deal With this Man City team like there's so many variables. Football's a different game now. Like, but first one has so to deal with a, a very good Newcastle team and such. Ah, give it a rest. That Newcastle, very, that Newcastle team didn't finish ahead of us, Karen. Very good Chelsea team. And Chelsea team also won titles during that tenure. Mm. So, what's but, your but, point? But my point is that Liverpool have a very difficult Man City team to be. No, no, no. But not they very definitely, difficult. they definitely could have won. Not a very difficult Man City. They definitely could have won the leagues where they cut them it's, tight. That yeah, but Karen, did, that but, but again. That's not it's down. down 105 draws that maybe cost you in the end. But it's not down to that, Kieran. That's ridiculous. I think. What's it down to? You're t- it's down to John Stones clearing a ball that was nearly over the line. About fucking what about, the, what about the draws you have at, at the likes of West Ham, the likes of Burnley throughout the season, the likes of those, those I, smaller we, teams? We haven't, the only time Burnley have taken points off us was during COVID. When I know. One I'm, 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 so you, I'm Burnley, using them as an example. Give, yeah, me, give, me a, like, give me an exact example and I'll tell you what. I can't give you an exact there example. You go. It's not in the back go. of my head. Do your research. I am doing my research and I'm questioning rightly here. No, you haven't I'm questioning rightly. He's had 105 draws without the time of Liverpool. During the time of Liverpool. How many of them were in his first four seasons? They've put them to high 90 points. How many of them were And he's praised for getting second place. It's not good. Second place isn't good enough. 
if it's he's not a winner, good enough. If he's I'm not winner, saying it's good enough. If he's a winner, he wins them titles against Pep. He proves he's that he is. Won a he, he against is the Pep. He's literally won a trophy against Pep. He's knocked Pep out of the Champions League twice. Like, what's your what's your point? <laughs> My point is these ninety point uh, totals should have been hundred points for Liverpool. They were that good, and he didn't win the titles. And so yeah, but Kieran, when have Man United ever won a league on hundred points? Football's changed, Sorry. Adam. There you go. So again, you're contradicting yourself. <laughs> you're football, you're no, just doing it again, mate. No, I'm not trying to contradict myself. No, but, but football yeah. has changed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it has. It has. Well, there's that a lot. There's, there's there's a lot of teams now, you know. Whereas opposed to United, it was always United. You know? it was always United who won, won the league. They yeah. didn't have they didn't have any competition. There was, no one, like, there was no one driving them on driving them to the top. Even Liverpool look, had that even, and they should have won the title look at, three or four I times. Get that under point. I, I think you should. Yeah, so you're essentially saying Liverpool should have won the league because Manchester City were also good. Is that what you were saying? Yes. Yes. But Kieran, Manchester City Winners were better. Win. Manchester City, yeah. And he won the league title. He won once. Um, so I think he could have he won three or that four. That season, Kieran. That, he could have won three Champions League. 2019, Kieran. He got 106 points out of 108 points. Do you not realise how good that is? Did, did you hear what I he said? He got 106 there? points. Out of 108 day. points in one calendar year. Do you not realise how good that year, is? Do you not realise how good that season. is? Yeah, we won the league that season, Kieran, in 2020. You won it in 2020, but you didn't yeah. win it in 2019. Yeah, but Kieran, 2019 onwards, this team was the best team. We won the Champions League that year as well, Kieran. I'm sure there's a lot of stats out there that back up teams like that. But at the end of the day, people remember trophies, not stats. That's fair enough. And you're, but you're saying this as if he hasn't won trophies. He literally has. He has Your won problem trophies. is, essentially, I don't have a problem with well, do. No, I don't have a problem. I, do, I think do. he's a terrific manager. He is. He's, just, he's a terrific manager. And I have all, all respect for him for pushing Man City throughout mm. these whole 10 years. Because without him, it would have been boring. But my point is that as a, the great manager he is, he should have won more at Liverpool. That's my point. Yeah, but why? I, I don't see that as being a big issue. Like, it's not an issue. It's not an issue. I think that's you're what you're, you're essentially good. saying. He should have been more successful. I just think to be ne- mentioned in the breadth of the greats, he I is. Think, he is one of the greats. Absolutely. Maybe he is, but to me- be mentioned as one of the greats in the top two, I think to be Man City. Who are the top two managers in the Premier League ever? I said already, Fergie and Guardiola. Right. Okay. For what they've done. Okay. Now I'm just interested now. Okay. But you understand my, my argument, surely. I do, I do get it, but I, I don't have that issue with people. I don't have that issue with them because they're against a Man City side who literally, Kieran, are the best team they ever played in Premier League. Do you know what I mean? Like, this, Liverpool's, right, the, the year Liverpool won the league in 2019, 2020, and they got that 106 out of 108 points, that one, right? That's, I, I, personally speaking, and you're probably going to laugh me out of, out of fucking gaff here, that's better than the Arsenal Invincibles. That is better. That team is better than the Arsenal Invincibles. If you look back at the Arsenal Invincibles, who are talked about as one of the best teams ever in the Premier League. Well, I think they're this both Arsenal team. That's wrong. This All Arsenal right. team, right? Twenty six wins, uh, twelve draws. I think Liverpool got thirty one wins that season. Whatever, right? The Arsenal team that year lost in the cup to Middlesbrough, lost in Champions League to United, uh, Chelsea, and lost in the FA Cup to United. Yeah. Right. This Invincible team is talked about as being one of the best teams. Somewhere Liverpool though. Yeah, but Kieran, I, I, the point being is, I think that Liverpool side is better than that Invincible side. Well, I, and I, 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 I'd I think, agree with you. I think, I I think, I think <laughs> that, that singular side is better than maybe 
I can't think of many teams better than that. Than that one, I think that one the, season. Definitely the the treble Man United win team. Yeah, um, or as good as this Man City team are better. Last season, yeah. I think the Mourinho team were better. Oh, no, oh three, oh four, oh four, oh five. Um, and oh four, oh five. Is that when they won the league though? Oh three, oh four. They didn't win the league. They won it twice in a row. Oh yeah, four, oh five, oh five, oh six. Yeah, yeah. So not three. So those teams would be better. The invincible team. I'll give you that one. Arsenal. You know. Yeah. Those fans, yeah, deluded. But the, the point being, Kieran, I just think, I just think, like, we're losing a character in the Premier League. And I, to be honest with you, I think the Premier League is, is quite dull as it is. Yeah. And I'm saying this as a Liverpool fan who are sat top of the table by, like, oh, what, four or five points. Like, that's easy for me to say. But we're losing generally one of the characters in the Premier League. And I think people are overlooking it. When he's gone, he'll be I missed. don't think people are overlooking it, though. I don't think people are asking the right questions. I'm here to, to stir up the debate and to stir up a bit of a, a talk about this because a lot of people are saying what you're saying and are giving him praise. And I think he deserves that praise. But I'm just here to create... Uh, oh, a debate. A bit no, of a, I know, a bit I know, I know, I know. And, and to make things interesting. I'm not, I'm not having a go, Jake, but... but, but I, I, do, I do agree. I think Klopp is a huge character and I think for the next... Multiple years anyway, I can see City absolutely dominating until until maybe Liverpool rebuild. What I would say about Klopp though is he has left a, a legacy behind him in yeah. the fact that he didn't leave the team when they were in tatters, yeah. in the dust. Yeah. He's at, after rebuilding, he's brought in Sabozla, he's brought in a good midfield, McAllister, etc. Even uh, world class McAllister. And Darwin Nunes. Darwin Nunes is, is improving. So I would oh, say, I, I would so. say that Klopp has left a core behind him. Hmm. And I, th- I think Liverpool may maybe still be able to compete in the next few seasons. Even in the Cup yesterday, four of the five goals scored. I think four of the five goals that were scored were assisted by. Academy graduates. Again, Connor, Connor Bradley, yeah. Bradley, McConnell, uh, Coach Jones. Like, there is a legacy left. He hasn't left the club in a bad way, which I think is very admirable. But yeah, it, it did feel like a death. It was very, it was very, <laughs> very, I'm not going to say disappointed, but it did hurt. For those out that are listening audibly, uh, I'm comforted at the moment. <laughs> With a tap oh. on the shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that could have lied again. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's sad. It is. And, and like, I suppose, I don't know, you have suffering down here. I don't know if you're going to bring up the replacement or who should replace Well, him. I was going, yeah, I was going to get that. I, I think we've uh, had our little spat there. Uh, which ah, I, that was I, a spat. I enjoyed that. I remember. enjoyed, yeah. yeah, I always enjoy our little spats. But uh, uh, who, who can you see um, replacing Jurgen Klopp? I think... Before before you jump in, I think it's going to be a uh, Xavi Alonso. Yeah, he's kind of been tapped up, isn't he? And again, this is what I was saying about the very <laughs> terminology. Who is uh, I think uh, I don't know. Um, if you look at Twitter, for example, and everyone's going, "Oh, Alonso's the replacement," and this uh, and again, these are baseless arguments um, that people don't know because we didn't know Klopp was leaving, and seemingly he said this in November that he was leaving at the end of the season, so. Stuff like that, um, kind of take with a pinch of salt, especially Romano, like absolute bluffer. Um, for someone who's such a widely tailed journalist, he hasn't got a fucking clue about. What oh, I don't have beef with him, by the way. I'm not affiliated with that opinion. Sorry. No, well you should. He's an absolute spoover. For someone who, for someone with all the sources he has, I don't give a fuck. For someone with all the sources he has, he hadn't got a sniff of Klopp leaving. 
Um, and I'm sure he'll be on a podcast with Gary Lineker or something like with that. us hopefully no, definitely not yeah. um, after what you saying, just said saying, actually what <laughs> um, saying that he knew all along or some bleeding spoof but uh, replacement was for the four kind of in the head like Alonso was one of them and I think Alonso what he's done at Bayern Leverkusen he came into them when they were 16th in the league hmm. brought them to Europa semi-final got them to 6th has them undefeated in all comps this season. Like they're the only team undefeated in the top five leagues. Yeah, that's crazy. And again, he's another person who's had to kind of deal with some kind of strengths, like you know, transfer wise and stuff. Like Ronaldo, who's been their best player this season, he got him for free. Like some of the players that they have, you wouldn't go, oh, they're world beers. But he, again, like what Klopp did at Liverpool, he's turned them into really world class players. Like remember when Salah went to Liverpool, Klopp was ridiculed for that. So stuff like that. Um. So he's won. I think if Liverpool were getting him, it would be a case of nabbing him just before City do. Um, the other ones, the other two who I see as kind of being out there shouts is one, and I'd love him. I've said it before, I'd love him. Can you guess who I'm going to say? Thomas Tuchel. Well, he is. He's not the one I'd love, but he's yeah. my other one. Right. Now, I've said it on the podcast so many times about this manager. Diego Simeone. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've said but it. I don't, so, I, you see, this is, yeah. That's so, counterproductive football. I know, I know, but like... I love Simeone. I love Simeone. Mm. I don't know why. I, I don't think, think he's, he's ever leaving Atletico. No, I don't either. But it would be him. So and then the last one would be Thomas Tuchel. But I can't see. I I actually I was talking to one lad Shay because obviously he sports shows as well. He was like, if Liverpool get Tuchel, which I could see happening, I'd be so angry. And I get that. I do. Um, but at the same I like I do like Tuchel, and I think he plays similar football. And the only thing would be, could he deal with you know, maybe not having. The money to spend, like even at, but like he's brought in Eric Dyer at Bayern Munich, but like even bringing in Harry Kane for big money and stuff like that. I don't know if he'll if he'll be afforded that Liverpool essentially. Yeah. So and it's all dependent on if he flops at Bayern or not, which is um, looking likely at the minute. But I, again, I think that's down to Alonso more than Tuchel. I think Alonso's doing a great job at Bayern Leverkusen. Hansi Would you take Jose? No man, no. no. And I seen your man off. He's on Lawrence McKenna. He was doing a video about him, about Mourinho. And, I love Jose, don't get me wrong. And to be fair, like he probably would win trophies. But I think he may be I think he may be past it now. That'd be that'd be my issue. Yeah. He's still a cracker. I, I can see him going to Chelsea. Yeah. If Pochino I think with the right tools, Jose's still a great manager. I don't think he ever loses it, in my opinion. No, no. Uh, like even Carlo. We thought well, we thought he was finished and then he went to Real and started winning again. Ancelotti wouldn't do, go to Liverpool because he went to Everton though. I don't know. <laughs> would he? <laughs> no, yeah, he <laughs> no, Everything I got me playing championship, he probably would. Uh, but yeah, I suppose that's the Klopp debate over on. Uh, so I have a few results here. And, um, obviously, uh, I think Cup was great this weekend, by the way. We're sort of in a bit of a, a weird transition here because there's going to be league games Tuesday, Wednesday and people are going to be listening to this being like what the fuck they're talking about yeah, the FA oh, Cup yeah, yeah so uh, it is a bit one, one of those so we're mostly going to talk about AFCON this week but we'll, we'll skim through this uh, FA Cup uh, running real quick we'll I start, really enjoyed it man we'll start with uh, we'll start with the Friday night games Adam mm-hmm. uh, Chelsea nil, Villa nil. Not sorry for those listening I'm drinking a bottle of Ballygown mango and patch fruit water and eating a protein bar for anyone listening so if you're hearing me chewing or slurping that's why well, sorry you can carry on I'm sure there's people out there that enjoy that sort of stuff. But, uh, anyway, <laughs> Jack Riley, <laughs> Aston Villa nil Chelsea deal. I, I watched this game on Friday. I thought it was I thought it was a good game. Mm. Uh, I thought it was end to end. And 
for the neutral maybe not so much but I was edge of my seat watching it um, I didn't think I, I didn't think it needed a goal at some point but uh, yeah re- really good competitive game I think Chelsea were suffering from fatigue from the Millsburg game they put everything into that obviously to get to the final um, Tuesday, Friday, by the way, it's a bit scandalous. Uh, it is. It's it's a bit rude, but obviously we have we have five days off <laughs> now for Liverpool. Rude. Um, but yeah, I, I was happy enough. Uh, I was happy enough that nil all because of obviously the two day turnaround. It's not a bad result, and now playing at Villa Park in a replay. How do you see that replay going? Uh, I can see I can see Villa maybe coming on top at home because their home form so good, but. Um, do you know what, what can you do about that really? Um, Spurs nil, Man City won. Good game. Good game. I really enjoyed by this. all accounts. Oh, did you watch it? I was, I was at a tour dude show to Richie Larkin, um, and they had it on in the boozer. Yeah, really good. Good game. Like Man City man in these types of games, they do see what they done there at game in the eighth eighth minute. Yeah. That's what they do. That's what they're fucking good at, man. I thought um, it was a foul on Vicario. Yeah, I, I know I agree. I do yeah. agree. But they get away with it. Like, it's it's mm. madness. I, a sports fan of work was telling me they were robbed. The nature of the goal, yes, they robbed you of that. But I think overall, I don't think sports deserved anything from it. I was in the country and it was like, Man City have not scored in the stadium since it was built or something like that. And then, as like. That is surely not true, was <laughs> it? It was true. Fucking hell. Literally two minutes later. Ake scores, scores. Yeah. and you're like oh commentator scores yeah, but uh, yeah uh, good win there for City uh, we'll move to Ipswich 1 Maidstone 2 Adam I didn't watch it but it cured my hangover <laughs> did you watch it? yeah <laughs> I love I love you see man so we spoke about in the last podcast about you know cup upsets and kind of the magic of the cup or the lack, lack thereof man this was magic of the cup fucking written all over managed by George Alicobi Former Wolves. Remember, he was a tank. He still is a tank. Managed by him, and he man, he, after the game, he gives like a passionate kind of you know rally cry. And I was there going, was going "Fucking go on, mate, though." Do you know what I mean? Mm. This was the FA Cup in essence for me. Um, goalkeeper Lucas. Hold on, I'll get his full name here. I don't want to do him disjustice. Cav Agnari. Um, Cav Fair play to him. Um, Sam Bone for anyone any League Warden fans listen. Um, former Shamrock Rovers player he was playing as well yeah I was really happy for Maidstone and I don't know if you've seen the celebrations but there was a video going around because they had the upper tier of the Ipswich stand and a fella falls onto like a some kind of like I can't say like a landing that has like a, a big massive poster on it and he rolls off it and then rolls into the Ipswich fans like it was a bit of a drop but it was like I think he was alright I think the person he landed on was alright too he got trampled so all fair and love and warm but um, what, 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 did you see the scramble at the end and the handball by uh, the Ipswich player yeah. <laughs> blatant handball by the way yeah. literally a hand of God but uh, there was a scramble and they defended well Ipswich are going well in champs as well man like there's I think Ipswich are toured maybe in the league let me see second in the league yeah Looking likely to go up, so that really is an upset, isn't it? If Maids, if if Ipswich get to the Premier League, Maidstone could probably claim that they they beat a Premier League team. Great, you know, result for them, and it's great for the FA Cup, I think as well. Everton won, Luton two. Yeah, Luton just just about you know scared off a couple upset there, but getting the goal last minute. Um, this was fucking Premier League nonsense, man, wasn't it? Really, I I, I hate games like this in the FA Cup because they're Premier League games. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. Um, Carly Woodrow former Fulham player I have to say though uh, Luton managed by Felix McGat do you remember that he was a young youngster coming through Fulham at the time sorry go on continue I, I think um, I think Luton are doing a lot better than everyone expected to, in terms of putting it up to these teams 
Mm. Um, I, I can see them staying up, maybe. I think Rob Ed- Edwards is a good manager as well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he is. Um, Leeds won. Plymouth won. <laughs> Jadon Anthony with a goal. Um, very beautiful celebration as well. Um, I think his mother passed away, didn't she? Rest in perfect peace, says her mum. God bless her. Um, fair play to him for scoring. I think Dom Slanky did something similar for Bournemouth. When he scored, he, he you know, showed support for Jaden Anthony. So I think that was the highlight of this game. Sorry, you just got me rolled up there. I heard Dominic Slanky. It's all five nights in a row. FA Cup again. Yeah. They did it again. It started oh, yeah, on that Thursday. Was Thursday as well, on yeah. Monday. They won 5 0 as well, didn't Ridiculous. they? Ridiculous. Um, fair play to Slanky. Um, but yeah, that was the, the result there. I think Leeds be fuming because Plymouth are really poor. Mm. Um, and Leeds, I think they're, they're going for Premier League as well this season. So. Um, another team vying for the Premier League, I think they're running away in Championship of the Minutes. Leicester, they won 3 0 against. Wayne Rooney's Brighton in the... Birmingham, is it? Oh, my God. Tony Mowbray's there. Yeah, Birmingham was on that side. Yeah. I thought Wayne Rooney was still there. He got no. sacked. Oh, I'm so yeah. far behind. Sorry. Apologies Fam- to all Wayne Rooney fans. This isn't the podcast. <laughs> I don't think they're listening anymore. <laughs> I was going to say the Colleen Rooney derby because Wayne Rooney and Jamie Vardy. But, uh, yeah, unless they're true. Birmingham were the team. Sorry, I was looking at the result under. Brighton 5, Sheffield United 2. Again, another fucking Premier League nonsense game. Man. Yeah, and a bit of a weird result as well. Um, Brighton won a game for once I, I think that's, that's the highlight <laughs> but do Brighton not win games anymore man? No, they don't really they're, man, they're, 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 they're unbeaten in the last five games whatever <laughs> <laughs> they've won, here they've won three games two of them were in the cup and they've lost two they've and won. look at their form before that no no you put it's not that bad they've literally lost Arsenal a loss to Chelsea. They that's just a, get draws. Though. That's gas, man. That is. Oh my god, that's hilarious. You're clipped out for the best bits of the end of the season. <laughs> that's un- that is unbelievable. That wasn't that bad. That is unbelievable. They you just said you just said they don't win games. They, uh, yeah, they don't. They only get draws. <laughs> Two of those games are in the cup. They beat Stoke and Sunday night at World. Oh man, you're fucking cracking me up here. Go on, sorry. That was really funny. Actually, I, I want to talk about uh, West West Brom nil Wolves too. Uh, absolute absolute murders in the stance and uh, end up finishing 2 0 Wolves. Apparently, these two teams hate each other. It's like called it's a black country derby, yeah. Black country derby, yeah, it's, a bit, it's a bit of a mad one, isn't it? Mm. Um, Wolves are really good, man. Wolves are really good in this game. I'm not saying West Brom are any use, but I watched like um, 10 seconds and turned it off. I thought, I thought, Wolves, but again, like. Like West Brom, they're vying for the Premier League as well. They're in playoffs at the minute. Mm. This reminds me of the Sunderland Newcastle game in the last round, where everything, everyone kind of bigged it up, and then Newcastle went Sunderland and just slapped around. And was like, oh, Mateus Cunha after the game, he was asked about the trouble, and he goes, "Oh well, I'm from South America, and these things happen quite regularly in South America. It's sad to see children cry, but these things happen." And that, that was literally end of the interview. He walked away. Thank, thanks, Mateus. Uh, Chill, and he just left. Like, um, yeah. That's why he scored as well. Good result for Wolves. Seen the crowd troubled and enjoyed it. So organic. we'll finish with Man United four, Newport two. Mm. Unless I miss anything. Well, Liverpool five, Norwich two. But we'll we skim over that. Good we we talked about that already, didn't we? Connor Bradley. Yeah. Yeah. Connor Bradley's a great player. Nunes, man, the composure for his, his goal, he, he took really well. Yeah, he found his level against Norwich. Fair. <laughs> I was going to say Anthony found his level against Newport which would be even more worse yeah actually did that was um, actually probably the game of the weekend I thought well yeah and Newport came from two down didn't they as well so shout out Brian Coughlin Irish uh, manager Graham Coughlin he actually looks Irish yeah Graham Coughlin yeah 49 years of age um, he's a Man United fan and he flew his family over uh, to watch this game and they're all 
he had a whole coach of people that, in the Newport ground. I actually thought so, Hoylund's goal to finish it off was quite good, though. He showed a bit of composure. I, I, actually, I feel really bad for Hoylund. Mm. He's feeding off scraps there. Um, he's had a meme made about him. Sean Millis. Actually, we didn't put the Hall of Fame up last time. I'll, do, I'll get on that. Um, get on the whole Hall of Fame and just do it all at once. Um, I think he's kind of made a show of a bit at United. I think if he was at even Chelsea, like, look at the amount of chances Nick Jackson gets in the game. Mm. Um, I think he'd be firing them in. So, uh, fair play to him getting the goal. But I think I think he's he's kind of out of place at United, I think, to yeah. sense. Do you know? And you look at the players around him, like Fernandez, Anthony, Garnacho, should really be doing a lot more mm. in terms of, of, of helping him. But... Good results for United in the end. They just about again. Shout out to the lads who who claim that Lissandro Martinez is better than Thiago Silva. Oh Jesus Christ! Uh, beautiful diluted shout there. Goal of the weekend. We'll give it to Maystone's first goal. I thought it was beautifully taken. Yeah, just um, a chip. Yeah, yeah, beautifully taken goal. I'm going to give my goal of the weekend to Borja Sands. Borja Sands for Norwich um, to make it four two. Oh, that was a good. It was goal. a great goal. Yeah, and Allison is you know. What it's worth, probably the best goalkeeper in the world, and he just pings it past him, like like out, like no bother to him. Um, I think even Allison when I went in, kind of looked at him and kind of like gave him a round of applause. So. Um, our cut of the week this week, Kieran will of course be coming from Afcon, so we will we will divert, we will wait for that to come. Um, but Kieran, your Hall of Fame this week comes from the FA Cup. The FA Cup, Adam, uh, the Newport County Peter Roy, the darts player for anyone uh, watching. He was dressed up as Peter Wright. He had a monkey on his shoulder. I don't know what that was about. Uh, I think it's. I think he's some sort of uh, character. Like he had a mob haircut. I don't, some sort of character from a TV series or something. But right. it was probably before my time. Um, and he had a a, a a banner up, and it said, "Harry Maguire, you are pants." Yeah. Can I have them? Well. Riz. 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 I, so he was almost saying he's shit, but he also wants his pants. That's a strange man, isn't it? In essence. <laughs> you're a very strange man. <laughs> I don't know what you're doing there. Like. Um, my Hall of Fame, and it's a nice segue because we'll be chatting about AFCON now in a minute, is uh, Robbie Knock, Krill, um, who I find to be the best commentator that Sky Sports have. Um, I'm going to play with his commentary now so Krill doesn't have to edit it in. But... Some of the shouts, man, for some of the goals are unbelievable. I'm gonna, I'll play the, play the Sammy Ajay goal that was uh, ruled out for offside. Coming once man. again, coming in by Lookman, a great opportunity on the penalty It's so good, man. Very poetic. Very good. Soaring super high. Um, that goal ends up eventually getting ruled out for offside <laughs> but that little that little part there when he scored is like Sammy Ajayi for the Super Eagles they're soaring like it's so good um, I'm going to play now Kieran as well just for what's worth because I do really enjoy him I'm going to play his commentary of the goal that actually stole from Adam Luckman in this Nigeria Cameron game Crikey! <laughs> <Super Eagles. laughs> Take full advantage, Ossie, man. But crikey, the goal has gone in. I, I think he's very good. Round of applause for Robbie Knock. Yeah. Um, get him on the Premier League, I think. Speaking of Afcon, Great Afcon, Afcon, Afcon. Adam. What have you thought so far? 
Um, we did a honestly, of our last. Honestly, season. right? I think people are disrespecting this competition so much. I, I, I've, I've been really enjoying it. To, to answer your question, I've been really enjoying it. I think some of the teams that were, I suppose, towed to do really well kind of haven't. Um, and I think that's added to the competition. Um, like I think I think I said the three teams I thought would win would be Morocco, Ivory Coast uh, or Nigeria. I think the only one that's really doing well is Nigeria. No, I know Morocco are two I, I Nigeria. think Nigeria are going all the way. Um, I think we both said Nigeria actually. Yeah. Um, but Ivory Coast, man, particularly at this point, Morocco actually been all right. But Ivory Coast in that group, Nigeria and Equatorial Guinea, who finished top of that group. Which I predicted, by the way. Which you did predict. Yeah. Um, madness. But like, by the way, Adam, the Guinea, they're out now as well, aren't they? Equatorial Guinea. They are out, yeah. Uh, the Guinea Derby uh, at the start of the tournament, Adam was an absolute screamer. Uh, Equatorial Guinea four, Guinea Bissau two. Yeah. Um, an absolute what you say screamer of a game. screamer of a game yeah wow. and also Ecuadorian Guinea a 4-0 win against Ivory Coast yeah so like I think it's been just a mad tournament so far yeah like Ivory Coast for me they're hosting the tournament for anyone who doesn't know they're hosting the tournament and essentially they've been really poor they've sacked their manager um, <laughs> midway through the tournament I think because they didn't think they'd get through but am I right in saying the rule is that the four best placed tour placed teams that's a new team that's yeah but that's that's um that's the team that kind of goes they're the four teams that go through so essentially if you're um tour placed but you're one of the four best tour placed you get through yeah. so they've essentially sneaked through to the knockout rounds through a back door and <laughs> it's like the all Ireland <laughs> man it's crazy it's crazy and i think like if you look at Ivory Coast's 1 to 11 look at their missing um they're missing Sebastian Haller at the minute, which I think is a big loss. I think we said that as well, that if he was fit, that they'd probably be doing better. Um, I think Serge Aurier is now the interim manager. They're in turmoil. Yeah, Jean-Louis Gasset was sacked right, after right. losing 4-0 right. to Equatorial Guinea. So Equatorial Guinea and another Afghan team's hopes. Mm. Um, beautiful. But, um, but they're still in though. They are still They're in still it, in and it. Equatorial Guinea are out. That's the so irony of it. It's kind of the but beauty of it in a way, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Well, here's one for you as well, right? Just, just based on just another link between Ivory Coast and Equatorial Guinea before we talk about Herb Bernard. The last time Ivory Coast won the AFCON, where was it? Where was it staged? Was it in the Ivory Coast? It was in Equatorial Guinea. Madness, madness. Herb Bernard, sorry, continue. <laughs> Herb Bernard was approached. Uh, by the Ivory Coast on loan so to come in on loan as a manager yeah. this is unheard of this is something that only happens at AFCON but yeah. he was approached by Ivory Coast to manage the team for the Miranda tournament and the French women's national team rejected good. the proposal good I'm glad um, so Hervénard will not be coming in instead um, <laughs> we look at the Ivory Coast interim manager Adam said it was uh, her, um, Serge Aurier Serge Aurier which I do kind of Emir Emiris Fay is the uh, manager. Really poor crisis manager, <laughs> but that's what it is. Um, Guinea then, Kieran obviously won the the Guinea Derby as we christened it. I don't know. If, I don't know how close Guinea and Equatorial Guinea are together. We'll look. I'd it imagine it's. I'd imagine <laughs> the proximity is close the enough. The power of the internet. Um, but yeah, no, they they beat them in. It was yesterday as well, wasn't it? I think they beat them one 0 in the last minute, as far as I know, I'm checking now. Equatorial Guinea were down to ten men, and it was Bio in the ninety plus eight minute. 
Um, but Emilio Insue Kiran, who's been a bit of a, I suppose, standout this tournament. I think he usually plays right back for his club side. He's been playing up front all tournament for um, Equatorial Guinea. He misses a penalty in the in the game, and ultimately they go out of competition. Um, sad because he, I think, he has five goals in the competition so far, and obviously he misses a penalty and they don't go through. And um, Equatorial Guinea are out. Guinea are true. Uh, Nabi Keita's Guinea um, but it's been a pretty good tournament Kieran. it's been excellent and there's still a lot to go I think there's a match on tonight Ivory Coast versus Senegal mm. and that's going to be an it's absolute be box streamer uh, if you're listening to this podcast if I get out in time stick on the box at 8 o'clock and watch that yeah. so it's going to be great um, but sorry I just looking up the proximity of the Guineas together Equatorial Guinea is actually between Cameroon and Gabon and Congo and the two other Guineas, Guinea, Guinea and Guinea-Bissau, are beside each other. Okay. They're, on, they're on the west of America. Yeah. Where it looks like so that's interesting. They're actually nowhere near each other. I yeah, didn't so know it's that. So it's not really a derby. Yeah, it's not a derby. Only in the name. <laughs> but um, Egypt, Egypt took on Democratic Republic of Congo last night, Kieran. Game of tournament. No, it was, a ter- <laughs> it was a terrible game of football, man. For fuck's sake, it was wrong. Great penalty shoot. Penalty shoot was great crack. They tend to be, though. Um, I'm going to play in another bit of Robbie, uh, Robbie Knox country of a goal that was ruled out for Mustafa Mohammed in the game against Cape Verde. This is amazing. Egypt are Ukraine. Egypt are yeah. um, That was from their game against Cape Verde. Uh, out on penalties to Democratic Republic Congo. It comes down to the two goalkeepers, Adam. <laughs> one, of the, one of the goalkeepers. This fella Ronaldo is a cod. My cod of the week this week is, is Mohamed Asu Gabal. Adam, for his ridiculous uh, decision to put his breakfast cereal on his notes instead of the Jeez. right way to guess, uh, the right way to guess on the penalties, because he did not go right once. He steps up to the penalty spot in the in the last penalty of the game. It turned out being Egypt's last penalty of the game. He does a Pogba run up, a, stu- <laughs> a stuttering yeah. Pogba run up, and proceeds to take a terrible penalty and hits uh, the bar. Absolutely skies it. Um, he is our cow of the week. Kepa, I was a blag and be proud of that one, Kepa. Kiran, we're going to briefly move on to our last segment of the show. Get it out. Get out. Starting off with Ben Casey, shout out to his sister as always, who says, will Cody Rhodes finish the story? The story being, will he win the world title at WrestleMania? Well, probably he won the Royal Rumble. He won the Royal Rumble. Did you watch it? On Saturday evening. No, I was occupied. Um, Ben Casey says, would Kiran spill Heineken all over my shoes last Saturday evening? Ben, Good I don't question. know what you're talking about. Uh, I think that was a false accusation, as I do not, I do not spill anything. And if I'm falsely clu- accused, it's not my fault of spilling drink. Right. Um, Gary Vav sends a picture of Marcus Rashford in a nightclub in Belfast. 
doing the I'm gonna call it the only fan salute. Will I call it that? <laughs> yeah, just which is the which is yeah, <laughs> it's Marcus Rashford's celebration, and uh, it looks like he's he's risen up as well. Um, it's a technique you've used in McGowan's before, Karen. Is it successful? It is a ninety nine percent success rate uh, with the females. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> what I would say is, sorry, Marcus. This is Ra- the end of the podcast. Marcus Rashford is semi-retired, so we might as well steal the salute as our own. Um, Ian Fallon says, make a five-a-side with types of coffee. Oh wow! I think up front, it's a mocha, something silky, something smooth, a bit of class about it, something sweet, something sweet. Yeah, put it away. Um, I think a mocha up front. I think centre half has to be flat white for me. What about Olaze? Oh wait, no. There's five positions, Karen. Five. Alright, yeah. Uh, flat white and centre half is a bit small, isn't it? Yeah, true. Uh, now Marcus. that you're talking about it, yeah. <laughs> uh, maybe flat white in midfield. Yeah. With an, uh, in Golo Kante. With an espresso. With an espresso. To, to both run around really quick. Yeah. Um, at the back, who do we have at the back? Could be a latte, maybe. Could be. Could a be taller a- coffee. Could be a latte. I think a tall latte from Starbucks. Okay, uh, what's a venti? Yeah, and then a regular latte up front. No, no, no. Or Mocha, mocha's up front. Mocha's yeah. Up front. We've, we've oh, that. what about latte? A silky latte. finish. Yeah. That, yeah, well, Middlesbrough legend, of yeah. course. Um, who got injured in the first leg of a League Cup semi. In goal. In goal. Something agile. Something agile. Yeah. What else, What other coffees is there? Cappuccino. Ca- yeah. will, we, will you change it up around and have a cup of tea in goal? Cup of tea. Cup of tea. <laughs> That's great. Something yeah. solid. Something that you can rely on. Yeah. Um, therapy in good and bad times. And we should put an Americano in goal like Matt Turner or something. No. No. The Americano. No. No. Well, we want, we want goals to not go in. <laughs> so if Matt Turner's in goal, you can see the few. So sorry. In goal, cup of tea. Centre half, uh, a latte. A tall field, latte. A tall, sorry, a venti latte yeah. from Starbucks specifically. Yeah. Um, you have a flat white and a... Espresso. Espresso midfield. And then you have uh, a lovely mocha up front. Yeah. Silky, smooth. Very, very versatile midfield there as well. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, Ian Fallon says, Does Cran believe that it is possible that the government controls the weather? Well, this is an interesting take in. And uh, I'd almost like, I'd almost like a longer format content. or <laughs> Sorry, a longer, longer format um, podcast for this specific <laughs> question. Okay. Uh, uh, come, may- coming next week maybe maybe in the, an extra episode at the end of the year so. but um, I have to say I wouldn't put it past them is what I would say because it's very conspicuous for example that a day like yesterday is 14 degrees and a day like today is 6 degrees mm. and in Spain for example like say if Michal Martin wants to go on his holidays I'd say he can pump up the temperature to about 30 degrees mm. in the place he's going to and it will just be nice for about 5 days say in January for example mm. Here's one for you, Huron. Is the earth flat? Is the earth flat? Well, it's an interesting question because you could suggest the earth is flat because if you look at the map, there is no other side, is there? I mean, they say that the earth is like a spear, but where is the evidence? Why is the map well, there's, square have, have you heard of, Have you heard the conspiracy of um, Australia actually being at the bottom of Argentina? And when you're in the, when you're in the plane, it just goes around circles. Would you believe that? Um, and anyways, Gary Vav says, sends a picture of himself in the Delta Rat. We've done this before, so we might run through it. But he says, excuse me, top five Premier League streets won't forget players. Um, well, a Delta Rat probably won them. Me too. I, I named one uh, earlier, uh, the Millsborough striker. Uh, oh, Jamie Adi Adi Air. Adi Adi Air, yeah. yeah. Uh, Morgan Gans Pedersen. Oh, 
we do a whole podcast in this one. Mm. I'm going to say Origi because he's my favourite player of all time, but I suppose people remember him. N- Noel Hunt. Noel Hunt. Jesus wept. Um, Gary Vav says, Will Timothy Fossu Mensa be playing on the Tour de March? Kieran, little spoiler, we may or may not be doing a Leverkusen vlog. Oh. Yourself, myself, Dave, and Gary. <clears throat> Back from our rendezvous in Milan. Uh, I don't think you will, Gary, to be honest with you. Uh, no, he won't. He's shy. Uh, Gary says, what did you think of tonight's episode of Room to Improve? I wasn't looking at it. I was looking at it, Gary, and to be honest with you, I, I definitely think Dermot Bannon was, was, was waffling a bit, so I didn't really enjoy it. Uh, last question from Gary Vav, he says, Joey and Doe, next Cameroon manager. Um, I don't know about that. I wouldn't put it past him. Uh, he's Great lead foreign player, by the way. Yeah, and he, he calls a spade a spade. We've seen his analysis in the World Cup. It was excellent. Um, um, Carl Brennan says, will the Saudi League become... Uh, one of the top three leagues in the world. Uh, no, I think they're all. I think the wheels are kind of falling off, aren't they? Yeah, I mean, even then, I don't think you can you can superficially make something good. You know, mm. there needs to be some sort. Has to be of, some kind of natural. Yeah, there needs to be some sort of cultural development there. Mm. Um, Keen movie says one title in nine years. Liverpool could have more titles than United in only twenty seven years. It was ten years if you kept them. I don't believe that to be true. I, I, I think obviously he's trying to gas like me here but I don't think you could say that's not a guarantee essentially is the point of making. you can't guarantee that he would have more Premier League titles in 27 years he probably would Klopp but <clears throat> it's not a guarantee well we had this debate earlier on <clears throat> I don't think he would have but. Um, last question of the show thankfully Colin Neville says what Premier League manager could you see taking over from Klopp my opinion would be Thomas Frank um, I don't think that's a bad show either at all I think he has that's something about him that Zerbi doesn't. You know, he's proved himself as well to a certain extent by bringing Brentford up to the Premier League. And also, not only bringing up Brentford up, but having good seasons back-to-back with Brentford after he came up. It's very difficult to do when you bring a team up and actually do well in the Premier League. Kieran, that's the podcast this week. And I've really enjoyed it. I, I think absence makes the heart grow fonder. I've missed you these past few weeks, Kieran. Season 3, episode 12, the Jorgen Klopp, Kieran. Check out uh, TikTok, Instagram, all that stuff. I'm going to try and get the link tree up on uh, Instagram as well. Yeah, good show. Yeah. Uh, you'll find everything. I'm going to have to start doing Twitter again, man. I'm, yeah. I'm so bad at Twitter, sorry. We're, we, we're terrible slackers, but yeah. we'll get there eventually. I think. You will, hopefully. Work and life gets in the way, but here we are. Thanks for listening, <laughs> uh, and we'll leave it there so. We'll leave it there so. That was a bad one. That was so enjoyable.